and the school's throwing work on top of that, and now they're losing their minds and they can't sleep at night and they're having nightmares about not being allowed to use toilet paper because they were fired? Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 268, with your hosts, Randy and Jason. We are managing, I think, through week three-ish more I think we're on week four. Four? What? I think this is this is week four. I don't know. I, I don't remember the day we. I don't left. remember. Like it's amazing. I can't. I I cannot figure out unless I had a calendar. <laughs> and I think my wife was telling me that it's Friday. When we hit Friday, that will be the fourth week because that that the kids were let out of school on Thursday. And then I didn't mark it in the calendar or anything. Yeah, yeah the kids were let out. We got kicked out of work on a Thursday. It was like when was Wednesday. Right, it was Wednesday. Yes, it was Wednesday. But what Wednesday was it? Was it the 18th? One. Two. I don't know. Let's Yeah, see, I can't figure it out. Anyways, it's it's been I think it's been 4 weeks. We're in our fourth week. <laughs> it's been 72 years. It feels like it. I uh, don't. It, it definitely feels like it's been longer than Well, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anywho. Ter- terrible. No, terrible wait radio. a minute. I want to say, was it the entire month of March? No, no. I gotta check my own calendar because I know you can look up. You can look up the email. I'm sure you can find it pretty quick. Well, I know what it was because we went skiing the day after. Oh right, yes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you know what it was? It was St. Patrick's Day. It was the 17th because we had our party that weekend and we only had like 10 people over because everybody else. Right. No, mail, that was the. F- oh, that was that. So weekend. Seven, I thought you did so that the, the following 15th. weekend. No, nope. you did that the following weekend. No, nope. no, we were we were away. We were away. It was the seventeenth. March seventeenth was. So okay. it was March like fifteenth that this start. Well, okay. So because we had a few people over that night, that was really the the start. So this Saturday is it'll be four full weeks of uh, almost entirely social isolation. Isolation. <laughs> from isolation so now my take is starting to be i'm starting to come around on this and be like hey if i've been socially distancing and this is Uh kind of a controversial take i'm not ready to put it on facebook it was the 11th record it the 11th yeah so i said 17th i meant the 14th 14th was the saturday right 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 okay one two so it's 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 been a, a long time. It's been four full weeks. Like this is we're in our fourth week. Like when we get to this weekend, it'll be four full weeks. So so mm-hmm. here's here's my controversial take. Yeah. Which I'm not ready to post on Facebook yet, but I'm gonna record me my voice saying it and then I'm gonna put that on the internet in a different place. Yeah, do it. If if I've been social distancing for four weeks, I know my neighbor's been social distancing for four weeks. Can we maybe be like, hey, mm, wanna get together? Let the kids uh, Yeah, I think so. You so you you're with me on that? Oh man, I thought you were gonna shoot me down for sure. No, no. I adjust my mic. So, um, I mean, and the reason is the reason is that you know you have to kind of know. There's a little bit of a a risk, right? You Mm. could say, well, what if one of us goes grocery shopping and gets sick, and then we don't know it? We come home and give it to the other one. Um, okay. Well, I feel like we've been to the grocery store a bunch of times already. Yeah, (laughs) and. Yeah, not not that we're out of the woods. It's still pretty free. I haven't been. My wife's been going. I've been offering to go. I should probably go. So yeah. if you know, I mean, if you kind of know where they've been, what they've been doing, yeah. have they really been isolating? Then it's, it's you know, you're lowering your risk. Uh, it's pretty small, it's, right? Yeah. And, and I again, it's, it's, yeah. I, you, got, you got an elderly parent you're dealing with. You have somebody with asthma. I get it. You have somebody that works on the front lines, quote unquote, right? Somebody that's working in the medical industry, they're going back before the clinic, hospital, pharmacist. I get it. Those people still have to sort of isolate. But, you know, school teacher, computer scientist guy, maybe we get together with my, you know, not uh, my now homeschool wife and computer science guy, like sits in his basement all week. Like, right. I, I guess I've gone to restaurants and stuff, picked up food, went tonight, went to Chinese food, picked it up. But it was like, I didn't get within 10 foot of the feet of the person called up, ordered it online. I got there. I called them. I'm saying, here I am. I'm order three. She comes out wearing a mask. I, I, I was like, they're touching bro- all the bags and stuff. I know, I, I, I mean, know, but you so have to assume the f- they're doing the things right. You got to assume, but, but also in Massachusetts, at least where we are. Yeah. 
we have uh, we've been doing this long enough, and everyone in Massachusetts has been doing it long enough. With the, as as you know fully well, the the mm. the infection rate has gone down dramatically. Yes, uh, which means that it's it's not very likely that someone handling your food in that restaurant is sick. Otherwise, they would know it by now. Right. That's yes. Uh, Assuming a two week gestation or whatever you want to call this infectious period, or yeah. right. All right. So there's there's fewer people walking around that are sick and don't know it because right. Well, I don't know. When do they ever? When do they ever stop? It, it's is this true of other sicknesses too? Like if they get mild symptoms or they don't show it enough and they don't feel it and they keep walking around, that doesn't happen forever, right? They're they still kill the virus. It's still eventually. the same thing. I think it's still the same two weeks, right? So this, so my wife asked me tonight on our evening walk. She's like, so whatever happened with like the Spanish flu of like 1918 or whatever? Like, is that still around? I have no idea. Is it like, like, did we kill it? Did it die off or did it? I I don't know. I got to look that up. I thought that was interesting. Works. I was like, yeah, oh, I am, that's a good imagine. question. I, I mean, it's, it's theoretically possible, right? If you, if everyone shuts at home for long enough or if everyone gets sick and, yeah. and eventually gets over it or dies, then, <laughs> then that's that. Although right. there's like a, these, these, flus and stuff although this is not a flu uh that are that are carried between you know the bird flu and whatnot i see I don't, i'm talking about stuff i don't even understand yeah, no, i don't understand how seasonal flus come back where they where do they go so i don't think they go anywhere they just uh they like get <laughs> suppressed because the uh, and then it mutates a little bit the flu is different right the flu is not one of these novel viruses it, it's always there and it, it's the versions of influenza and they make this. I did kind of learn. They 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 track this stuff and they study it year to year, and it uh-huh. takes them a year to make the flu virus or uh, the flu vaccine, the right? Vaccine, so it's a yeah. year out. So they have they do a pr- prediction. That's why it wasn't so good this year, relatively. So, uh, um, and that's just because they I don't know, they got the predictions wrong. I guess a year or two years ago, right? So. Uh, that, that's sort of an interesting thing. But yeah, so I was like, huh? I mean, like smallpox and polio and those things. I mean, I think we've pretty much, we've like killed them off, right? Yeah. As long as people keep getting their vaccines. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a good, good question though. Will they, will they bubble back up? Are they hiding dormant somewhere? Well, measles and mumps have, right? They come back somehow. Uh, yeah. They get little outbreaks here and there between the non-vaxxers, the anti-vaxxers or whatever. And if the movies are right, you know, we can just open (laughs) up a a tomb somewhere. (gasps) Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's... Oh man, you want to say that, that, that that's not going to happen or you but here 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 a pangolin ate a infected bat? I I, I don't know, it's so weird. So much stuff is <laughs> is weird. I, I don't We are we are delicate creatures. I think is the answer. Yeah, but yet yeah, we're not. So that's some of us are, right? Some of us are are and other no, people are, well, we are people very are walking much. This is this is the thing like 7 billion people, right? And we yeah. have a essentially even let's just say the U.S. So 350 million people, and we have a, a hospital system that has you know just enough capacity to handle a certain peak, as long as right. It's what is it? Is it flu peak? What are they basing it? What do they base that capacity on? They base it on like the hospital's earnings. You know, <laughs> how can we make them make the most money? Well, people have so many babies, so we need delivery rooms, and people break their legs so often, so we have emergency rooms. But they don't. They're not going to overbuild them. So we're we sit on this little precipice of like, all right, where it's we're kind of at their discretion or what? What's the word I'm looking for? But how much they have available is how ready we are to handle something like this. And it, it, all it would take is a what a ten percent increase year to year to be like we can't add another. I don't know how much how much more if every hospital had to expand. I say double their capacity. Would that be too difficult? If every hospital had double their capacity? Oh. Like even in the sense that it's 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 not so much that they need uh, – people that are getting sick need more space, but they might need a ventilator, and we don't have the ventilators, right? They might need to be on one for right. many days. But you're, which but is you're like, saying like – you're saying as a species we're weak, and I'm saying – 0.02% of the population of the world population has it, right? And how many people are out there walking around? No effect. Didn't even bother them. 
They know. These are the asymptomatic people, right? We don't know. Asymptomatic, yes. <laughs> what did I say? Asymptomatic? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's boring. doesn't matter. Well, it is. An, and yeah, it's it's sort of boring, but it's, it's sort of interesting. But it's very um, typ- like topical. I can't, my, yeah. So um, I I'm, I'm didn't have my usual drink tonight. My, my wife was feeling a little creative, and she made me a chocolate martini, which is – very deliciously sweet and I don't have any water. So this is my, oh, my yeah. and I keep, I keep drinking it to like, because now I'm like thirstier because mm, this thirsty. is so sweet. Yeah. That's the trap. And it's in a, mm. in a perfectly balanced glass that you will never spill. Uh, well, no. Yeah. Well, that's why I got to get, that's another reason why I'm kind of drinking it fast. Cause it, those martini glasses make me nervous. All right. So anyways, um, so the schools, uh, how, how goes the, uh, schooling? Well, pretty much the same. No major updates. We're still being pretty flexible with things. Uh, you know, the, the school itself continues to try to interject itself in the learning. And, um, I, you know, I made some suggestions the school to them. Inter- <laughs> Wait, well, the school interjects itself into the learning? <laughs> I don't think they're they're set up to handle it. So let's not, let's not pretend, right? Let's not. Let's not pretend that the educators are educated on how to remote educate, right? It's just not a – it's a thing they've been going yeah. out of their way to avoid for an extended period of time. I mean, even mm. – we talked about Khan Academy a little bit. Like, that man, Salman Khan, the guy who made this, his whole premise was to in was to flip the classroom. He really wanted to, to send – not send kids home. He really wanted kids to do most of their lecture consumption on their own mm. and do a lot of this work – on their own as best they could and then have the teacher uh, step in when there was assistance that was clearly needed, mm. not – and let them go at their own pace, you know. So the teacher can step in and say, oh, I see so-and-so is having trouble with this part of the curriculum. Meanwhile, student B over here, Terwilliger, is working on something completely different. And someone else is totally stuck at the beginning and can't get moving and maybe you have a student help them, and then as soon as they get moving, they just they catch up with everybody else really quick. But our structure in classrooms today is, okay, everybody listen to what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Everyone hears it at the same time. Everyone better go at the exact same pace, otherwise you're in trouble. The kids that understand it too quickly and go too fast get bored. The kids who don't stand understand it at all can't keep up and get screwed. Right, they they fail the tests because <laughs> they just don't they can't keep up with the curriculum. And I'm oversimplifying it, but that's in a lot of ways that's that's how it goes when you have sort of a, a lecturing classroom. Uh, I don't know how every one of their classes. I'm sure they know this. I'm sure the teachers know this, and they struggle with it themselves because they're being forced to teach to standardized tests and that sort of thing. And I empathize. I'm, no way am I bashing the teachers. This is more of a like situational thing you know they're they're home with us we've got to figure out what works for our situation where we're working and they're schooling and and it's time wise what do you got uh and so we're just doing what we we're doing what we do and i'm not Mm. super concerned about it um because i know other folks are if you have a toddler or something that you're you're pretty screwed working is very difficult with uh yeah kids that you normally have in daycare (laughs) Yeah, that, yes. So here, uh, I got a couple of things. I want a couple touch points on this topic here. Um, the so so the, our town decided to advance the curriculum, if you were, and I've mentioned this a couple of times in the last last couple of shows. But they they the junior high especially was like, okay, we're going to start doing daily work. We expect your child to be available between these hours, what nine and twelve thirty six or something every day. That doesn't mean they're going to have classes every day, but this is when we expect them to be available. They're going to get a schedule. Be, they expect them to be in attendance. They're going to start taking attendance. They're going to start giving work. Um, and this this is about how much work you're, the whole district said this is about how much work you're going to get. We got two separate sort of directives. Well, three separate directives. The district sent an email like, okay, this is the, the general sense of everything. The school, And then the junior high sent a thing to my son and then the – uh, elementary schools and another thing. And that was sort of like broke down the district a little more. So uh, we've engaged with them. We were like, okay, fine, cool. We'll, we'll take a lead from them. But my wife is augmenting with a lot of extra. Well, nah, I don't want to say it's too much extra work, but we're, not, we're, we're actively trying to balance the work, right? Because we're now, we were giving all the work was coming sort of all the like pages and, and like 
off lecture work yeah. was coming from us. Um, they would get their meeting and reviewing and reading books and stuff online and doing little stuff, having conversations. Um, but it wasn't uh, like learning. Now we're learning. And uh, what is, I mean, yeah. I take issue with that. Is it learning? Is it not learning? What, what's the difference? Well, uh, okay. Hmm. New new subject matter is being introduced now. I would say that. Now, we were sort of introducing some new subject matter, but the district wasn't introdu- introducing new subject matter, new stuff. So sure. in the first three weeks, my daughter learned decimals. Now, she had been introduced to them. My daughter, my fifth grader, had been introduced to them. The first week it was like a total, well, I think that was the first week, but was, there was a meltdown situation at one point where she just would not understand she's just pounding through Khan Academy like pushing the button like guess oh, yeah, yeah. oh guess yeah. guess guess <laughs> trying to get I'm like dude we and she's crying and I'm like whoa 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 like but now she's no so you know I was kind of like well so how, how's this going checking in my wife a little bit she's like well Grace has learned her d- decimals during this so there's so that so that's cool she's still walking around telling me she hates math um and then so and then my son, like I said, he's gonna start getting homework. I think everything's still a pass fail, like before they were getting grades, letter grades, you know, oh, number yeah. grades. Now it's now it's all pass fail. I mean I'm like, it is what it is. They're doing their best they I, can, I, but but go on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I hope that's not happening in my town because I'm still ignoring the email. So if it is, they're <laughs> they're failing. Um <laughs> Because I didn't think they were allowed to do that. I didn't think it was put up, let up to the districts at this point. Well, you know how my town is with the education. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I still think it's illegal. I don't know. Well, I'd have to look into it. Yeah, you have to look into it. Not I, that I, I wouldn't super fight it too hard, but if it's going to be this big, like, to do, and if the kids, if they're in junior high and, it, and it's kind of yeah. like a, hey, go show up to class, like, they can they can be pretty responsible for themselves. Yeah. But if, but if you're trying to, like, run a second grader, through a zoom schedule it's you're gonna have to sit with him the whole day like that's nuts Uh, yeah yeah i mean yeah 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 (laughs) so so like today today was a funny example my my kids were doing during their summer bridge period they were working on their summer bridge books and i happened to walk through to get a drink of water you know as the teacher does because i don't actually help them at all and my son says um dad i think i might actually need your help with this one and i was like all right let me see i sat down and it, he didn't, I mean, he didn't really need help. It was just kind of like a screwy thing. It was, it was basically, Hey, take, here's a word jumble. You know, here's 12 words that are scrambled and there's, they're the names of European countries, right? Unscramble them to find the, the European country. And I'm like, do you even know the European countries? And he's like, not really. He's like, I got a map up here and I can kind of look at them, but but it's a pretty big list. We're, you know, there's like 50 countries. And uh, so he's looking at these scrambled, you know, so I scan the jumbled words. I'm like, man, I'm not even getting half these. Like, uh, oh, wait a second. Just... We had that. We had that assignment. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Remember, because my son's like, I don't know any European countries. I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he had it in his summer bridge book last year, right? Oh, all right. There you go. It must have been a bridge book thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was a summer yeah, bridge book yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. So I was like, yeah, just, just skip it, dude. Who cares? Like, uh, really? Yeah. I was like, what's the point of this? Uh, just get it. And I was like, you know what? Later. True American right there. Uh, well, so what I said was, you know what? Later, we'll cheat a little bit and um, we'll write a little computer program to help us solve it. So, <laughs> Well, I, I don't actually I think I don't have a problem with that. That's that's. Okay, yeah, yeah, I thought okay, I'd turn yeah. it into a teaching moment because it's like what you'd have to know all the European countries. Otherwise, you're trying to unscramble them. It's just going to take you hours. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, there was like seven or eight of them, and one of them was Germany and Italy. It was like, yeah, like yeah. pull up a map and then. Right. Germany yeah. and Ireland. And there was, there was a bunch of them. So I tried to and, and my daughter sat down and listened to. So I tried to say, like, well, listen, here's a word. Here's a bunch of scrambled letters and the the the. This string of characters was, I started using computer science-y things right away. And they're like, a what? Because I, <laughs> I said it was a string, you know? Oh, <laughs> and they're like, that's not a string. I'm like, oh, man, I'm already like, wow, how did I not know? I Turn that. that mode right that fast. And, <laughs> and um, I said, well, we'll count the number of characters in this jumbly word. And and there's, you know, something. There was They were big, right? It's like there's seven characters in here. I'm like, well, the number of ways that you can arrange those letters if they're all unique, right? If they're there's a couple of similar same ones in there then it's different but whatever the number of ways you can arrange those characters is the length 
times the length minus one times the length minus two. So it's it's seven times six times five times four oh times gosh. three times two yeah. times one, right? <laughs> it's and when they call it, it's like getting into factorials mm-hmm. and trying to you know show them the math on the computer and how big it gets, which you, with each character you add. So the three, you know, it's easy to do with three characters with three letters. You can just you know type it up. It's A B C A C B and just start flipping them, and you can see that you get three times two times one. You get six combinations. So it turned into this little exercise. Did you get into proofs? Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that Jeez. wasn't part of the. <laughs> so what we, what we ended up doing is writing a a fairly quick program, which you know I wrote the whole thing, but I walked them through it right mm. and showed them like, all right, let's take, let's go look up a list of European countries on the internet mm. and just copy that list and stick it into our program, and then we'll take all those word jumbles and put them in another <laughs> list. What language right? did you write this in? It was just in Python. You can just spit out Python like that. Good for you. Yeah, sure. And <laughs> so, and then we just, you know, so we loop over the list of jumbly words, right? And then we run them through our permutation method. And for every one of those permutations, we check it to see if it's in the list of countries. Now, this is not the most efficient way. And some of what was funny was, so we ran everything through there and it basically says, oh, searching for this jumbly one found such and such, right? And when it gets to Russia, it prints Russia twice. Oh, yeah, right. And I'm like looking at it going, well, why did it print it twice? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they, they almost got it right away. And like, well, oh. why do you think it printed twice? What do you see that's interesting about Russia? And there were some other ones that printed twice as well, but that's the one I remember. And because I'd explained it before, and he says, "Well, because it is it because it has two S's." Well, really? like, yeah, it is. Oh, good for <laughs> Be- them. Because because the permutations are identical, right? Because it's like S, you know, the, the first S and the second S are just swapped places, but they're the same exact S. So, so as far as the word goes, it's the same. But yeah. as far as the computer knows, it's two different characters. So we could have uniqued them, but then you'd have to do all kinds of fancy logic. And I'm like, and this is where I was trying to explain this as well. I'm like, it doesn't, it's not worth the effort to try to write the program in a way that that eliminates those duplicates because it's just faster to let it go through them in most cases (laughs) right like it it blasted through this list in a fraction of a second why would we bother trying to make it go faster like it's it's already done you know um so that was fun yeah word jumbles waste of time i mean if it was like a, a game show you know but this isn't a game show yeah so some of some of that is definitely make work and you're like i mean i don't know yeah. I mean, that. so for me, it was like, okay, well, they're looking at a map. You know, they're being introduced to a map of Europe isn't the right. worst thing to know. No. Um, so, yeah, but I remember that was that was week one for us with that fight. I remember that one. It was stupid. <laughs> I don't know any of these countries. How am I supposed to know? I'm scrambling. I don't think that was week one because he better not be on week one. I haven't checked. N- no, He's no. Like, no, this that, this was my son who didn't finish his bridge book last summer. So you're probably doing like like he. It's probably one of the pages he, my son didn't do last year. No, because your son's a great ahead. Yeah, but it was last summer's bridge book. It was and the sixth to seventh bridge book, which you're doing now. That right? he's that he's doing now. Yeah, because he never finished it last summer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so he had this fight like recently. Oh, it was two weeks, three, well, whatever, three weeks oh, ago. week yeah. one into the uh, Yeah, yeah, week pandemic. one into the, yeah, yeah, into the. the okay, yeah, hilarious. Into, yeah, yeah. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. As you're describing it, I'm like, wait, this sounds super familiar. This, this happened, yeah, yeah. yeah. Should have skipped it. <sighs> program. <laughs> well, so that's another thing. My son did, like, create a web page, uh, which I was like, okay, we'll, you know, do some fun learning and. That, I don't know what happened with that. I got to follow up on the web page. And then, uh, so what else happened? Oh, so. The writing project, I think I said make a movie yeah. script, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was one project that's out there that's not done. They have to do some reshoots. Uh, there was a, a situation with some bad takes or something, and they need it to rain again. So that is a great idea. I didn't know you were doing that. I think I will have them make a movie. Yeah. And uh, at this, at our daily stand-up, which started today, although technically yesterday was the first one, although they didn't know, I said, now we're having daily stand-ups every day to go over these projects. Um, we went over there four projects, which really was three because only Jason has scouts and he did his stuff that he had to do for yesterday. Um, they were completely melting down. This uh-huh. is so stressful. I don't understand. I don't get any, why are we doing this? 
And I said, don't you guys do this exhibitionary learning? Don't you have project-based learning with your classmates? And don't you have to work with them? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, look around the table. These are your classmates. Like, these, these you have to figure, right? Like, this is not something without, like, you have experience with this. And then I'm like, each of them had this, this, they've all been through this. And I was like, okay, well, this is, so, so here, here's the project that the movie was one project. The next project was, um, I needed them to do, I wanted some other, like an exhibitionary thing. And I said, this, this started, was supposed to start like two weeks ago. And it did technically start two weeks ago. I said, I want to know when we're going to run out of toilet paper. And I want you guys to figure it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> because toilet paper, you can't get in the stores. It's hard to get. I mean, that's starting to wind down. It's not as hard to get it anymore. And, um, but it was, I thought it'd be a good sort of exercise. So we're going to find out how often we use it how much is used and then when, how much we have. And then I said, so how, I want you guys to figure, talk, start talking about this amongst yourselves to figure it out when, when we're going to run out, like figure out how to figure out when we're going to run out. Right. And then last, so it wasn't this past Sunday, it was a Sunday before I started talking to them about it and they said, okay, well, this is what we're going to do on Sunday morning. We're going to replace all the toilet paper, three bathrooms in this house. They're going to replace all the toilet paper in the house, two and a half, whatever. And, uh, we're going to start, we're going to start with brand new rolls in each, in each bathroom. Okay, fine. And then what? Well, then a week, we're going to see how much, how many rolls we've used. I'm like, okay. And then what? Well, then we'll figure out how many rolls we used that week. And this is, I'm bridging this and then we'll figure out how I'm like, okay, great. So you'll be able to tell me what week we're going to run out. Right. And they're like, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. What happens if we're going to run out on Monday, but we, you told me we're going to run out in week eight, right? And we're going to run out on Monday, but I only know the week, right? How are you going to figure out any more? Well, they couldn't really get to me, get me an answer. Yeah. On that. A couple of days went by, nothing happened yesterday. I was like, all right, I want to see some action. Now they did replace the toilet paper again. Well, I watched them on Sunday. My son went around and replaced all the toilet paper again. And I'm like, you know how much you're using like, I, I didn't really agree with this, right? I'm before kind of they were empty? Yeah, before they were empty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now they're, and I'm like, don't throw out the half toilet paper, right? And he's like, no, 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 I'll keep them. So he, we have now six half used or partially used toilet paper so rolls. So they're, they're sort of gaming the system here. You asked them how soon you'd run out and they're just replacing the roll every day. <laughs> well. Whether well, or not it's empty. Yeah, so he told me today, he's, so they, 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 this morning, I, okay, so this is what happened was yesterday. I'm like, okay, tomorrow over lunch, we're going to have a meeting, and I want to go over the four projects that we have. And the first project was, like I said, the movie. Okay, fine. The next one was the toilet paper one. And I said, okay, so where are we with this? Like, okay, well, we figured it out. It's going to be 14 weeks, 14.8 weeks. I'm like, okay. So, like, and he's got a spreadsheet. I'm like, hand me that. And he's like, okay. I'm like, I'm like okay, that's July 28th or whatever. How'd you do that? And I'm like... You have no idea how much you can do with spreadsheets. It's really good. I'm glad you're putting this in a spreadsheet, but it's going to be amazing what you can do with this. So, so they're learning about spreadsheets. They're learning about rates. They're learning about math. They're doing all of these things. They're trying to work together. I mean, it's a disaster right now, and it, the calculation is way off, I'm sure. But I want them to mess up, and I really want them to fail at like all kinds of things. Like Already, I, I, I did have the conversation today with them like, why... So you've, okay. So we started with these three rolls and then I asked him what he did. And he, this is what he did. He said, so the day, the week one, he replaced the three rolls. So we started with three fresh rolls. Fine. Two of the bathrooms use the roll all the way up. Okay, fine. So after week one, we've used like two full rolls and three partial rolls. Well, he pulled the three rolls off and he put the three original rolls off back on because he was going to measure them to see how much we've used, <laughs> but he waited two days and I, I had a pretty hard time explaining to them like, while those three rolls that were brand new 10 days ago just sat in your room, not being measured or being put back on, and you just put toilet paper back on that you never measured, you have no idea how much we used in the last two days. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, I mean, that was like a 45-minute conversation with tears and like- I'm This like, seems like- Right. This seems kind of like just a- Yeah. The measuring of the individual rolls seems a little nuts. I would just- Well, yeah. Well, I-, I Yes. And the, the other thing which I haven't introduced is like- some of it is like soft toilet oh, yeah, paper yeah. and some of it's not as like, so it's cheaper, right? So it's thinner. Like you, that's an imperfect measurement, but I'm getting them thinking and I really want them to sort of make mistakes and learn and all this stuff. And they're getting up, say, yo, we messed up. We can't do it now. It's never going to be right. I'm like, listen, I, I don't care that you make mistakes. I want you to make. But last Sunday I had a very interesting conversation with them. Cause I was like, 
they're like, why is this? This is such a stupid thing. We just go to the store and buy a mom. Mommy can just buy more. I'm like, okay, fine. But let's talk about companies and let's talk about, you know what a burn rate is? All kinds of companies, including the one your dad works for, are calculating their burn rates right now. And guess how much toilet paper is coming into this house? Well, none. Okay. Well, guess how much money companies are making? None. And I even got to the point where I was like, okay, so when I find out that I don't have enough toilet paper to make it through the week for all six of us, then what are my options? Uh... Well, we could start using rags. I'm like, okay, that's one thing. Uh, or I could fire people. What do you mean fire us? Like, well, you don't get to use any toilet paper anymore. <laughs> and they're like, well, that doesn't make... I'm like, exactly. Well, I that's can see what, why they're yeah. all stressed out now. At least that explains a lot. <laughs> but, uh, but it was sort of a very interesting... And I think it's a very good parallel right now. Like, so if... and. Well, if my job dries up because my company's not making any money okay. because the travel industry is decimated, then it'd be like, okay, well, well, I don't understand why you lost your job. Well, and I'm not expecting to, I'm not hoping, I hope I don't, none of that stuff's happened. Like we're not there yet. Um, but it, it's sort of an interesting thing. Like this is what a burn rate is for a company and all kinds of companies with an economy and messed up like it is right now. Companies are I'm trying to I'm not sure out. they need that level of stress in their education maybe you know maybe well, the seventh grader could you could understand a yeah. little better but and that's the thing it's like i want you guys all to work together and i didn't introduce it in a stressful way like that but i was like companies are trying to fit like this is a way to calculate some and my my uh, my third grader today was like i can't I, I can't do this math this is way above me i'm like if you have six eggs and you eat one a day how many days will you make it She's like, oh, I have six, six days. I'm like, you just did it. Like, that's as easy as this is. You just have to figure out how much you use every day, right? That's the hard, that's the hard part. And, and, right. and I said, I want you guys to do a presentation on this. I, this is like, uh, I want you to know what your formula is. So tomorrow they have to come and they all have to understand the formula or at least have oh, be boy. able to talk right. about the formula. Yeah. And, and I, I, it's sort of an interesting thing. But do they, an, do they have two bosses economy. right now? Are you what? giving them a pro, are you giving them a project and your wife is giving them other work to do and now they can't balance which work is the priority? And, and <laughs> so, um, and the school's throwing work on top of that, and now they're losing their minds, and they can't sleep at night, and they're having nightmares about not being allowed to use toilet paper because they were fired? <laughs> there may be a little bit. We may have gone overboard a little bit, because um, my wife did say yesterday, she's like, I backed way down on the sheets that I was giving them. I realized, like, I can do a sheet in maybe five minutes. That doesn't mean they can. I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she just times herself. Yeah. I did that a few times. Oh, did when you? he was when he well when he was studying for tests, we accept oh, yeah. the flashcards or whatever. Oh, all right. uh, no, what was he doing? I, I, I don't forget. He was studying yeah. for tests, and I'm like, okay, I haven't, I don't even know what your subject is in the class right now. Is math or something? And I do his practice test and be like, okay, I did the I did the practice test in a minute and a half. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, and they basically get an hour of class time to, yeah. do, this, to do the actual test. Like I finished in a minute and a half and got a hundred percent. Boom! Like you you should be able to do it in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And he'd, he'd do it over and over again until he got the time down. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and then the third project is they have to do a writing assignment, opinionated writing assignment. They hate writing. Every one of them is like, I hate writing. I don't want to do it. Well, you know what? As soon as yeah. one of them is like, I hate that, then they all decide. They oh, hate yeah. It's obnoxious. Yeah. I hate it. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it. So, but but here, so here's sort of the thing. We're giving them an hour of free tech time a day which they don't have any tech time during the regular school week, right? And they're all complaining sure. to me that they don't have any time. Enough, yeah. They don't have time. And I'm like, well, you do have time. And I will if, – if you're saying you don't have time to do the schoolwork, we'll just take all the tech away. And then, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're not – I know the kids – and I'm trying to f juggle, like we're trying to balance this. We don't know what we're doing, right? We're not doing, we're not good at this either. So we're figuring it out as we go, but it's like, we got to, we got to keep them engaged. And it's really hard for parents. I, if, I'm finding it really hard to have a productive conversation about academics with them. Cause they just dig in and like, I don't want to do this. I don't like doing it. I'm like, it's like trying to get your kids to eat broccoli sometimes, right? Or a vegetable they don't like, whatever, or a fruit or a meat or whatever. It's like they just don't want to do it, and it's so yeah. super hard. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I am I am leaning more towards the all right. Let's just do more of what you do like. So I mean, while you were talking about that, I went to check on Max's Khan Academy stuff, and mm. uh, I mean he's he's progressing. Is he progressing at a, at a good rate? I have no idea. I think when we started the pandemic, he was at. 82% of the sixth grade curriculum, and he's at 85 now. So he's moved 3%. Hmm. Is that enough? 
Probably not, I guess, because we've got 15% left and 3% in like three weeks. A percent a week couldn't possibly, it's not 100 weeks of school. So he needs to move a little quicker, I think, given that math. See, look at that rate. Yeah, look at you. See how quick you did that? <laughs> because someone taught you. Like, but that's the thing. It's like, oh. Um, yeah, I mean, but we only have the one, he doesn't do any like extra, like there's other, there's only 45 minutes of Khan Academy that he's doing, he's doing other things. So that could be why, but we did do, and I mentioned this before we did do, I did look at the things he was having trouble with. And then we sat down and and went through them together and we, we watched the video and we talked about it and it was like the silly statistics and box plots thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, these are. I don't know. I honestly can't tell you when or who or how are you going to use this stuff because I'm not a statistician, but, you know, this is what it means and here's how you read it. And he's like, okay. You could use it to track the infection rate of a pandemic. Um, Not the box plots. Well, I don't know what a box They're more like is, uh, what's a box these weird plot? quartiles with like upper and lower medians that are just bizarre. I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, all right. So you track like, you know, age ranges of deaths and that sort of thing. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, that's what a box plot is. Okay, yeah. Well, so the writing assignment was we watched. I mean, we've been the other thing is we've been doing a lot more like tech stuff. We watched like a whole handful of movies this last four. Yeah, weeks. yeah, yeah. We we've done a few movies. Iron Man, and then we watched Iron Man two, and they're like, okay, for your weekly this week, I want you to write an opinion piece on which movie was you liked better, the Iron Man one or Iron Man two. It's not like. Rocket science. It's not like I gotta do a total lot of research here. It's like I liked Iron like my daughter wrote, I liked Iron Man one because of the bad guy. That was my because that was my first guy. grader. And we I reviewed that with her today. I was like, okay, can you explain why a little bit more about why you like the bad guy? Like I I really <laughs> I feel I don't know. And I'm trying to I'm struggling with this a little bit because I feel like I need to make sure that they are actually putting effort in and I yeah but you just think back to your your second or third grade or fourth grade english teacher yeah. or whatever grade they're in and you think that they would never give you a paper like that they would say yeah i expect you to write a paper that has paragraphs each paragraph should have you know you should have an opening paragraph and then you should have a body paragraph and you should have a conclusion paragraph and your first paragraph oh, yeah. should have four sentences and lay out what you're writing about that's the junior high kid yeah that's not my first grader Right, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. So they yeah. so they need more direction on the idea that like I, you'd have to say something like pick pick a person in the movie that you that made you like the movie and list four things that you liked about them and two things that you didn't like about them or something. I don't know. Yeah. Give them really specific things. Yeah. Well, to answer, and tomorrow the other project, the other homework assignment they have from me is to come up to come to, to come to the stand up knowing what the mean the word iterative means. So I'm like, I need you to come. And immediately one of them's like, okay, Google, what does iterative? I'm like, no, no, no. You have to go. Like, I don't care how you find out, but you're not going to do it right here in the middle in front of me. Like, and because all just, these projects point. are iterative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all these things are iterative, right? Writing is very much iterative. It's an iterative process. You write something, you rewrite it, you rewrite it, you rewrite it, right? And you make it better and you make it better. Uh, yeah. yeah, we have talked about that a bit. And I think... Um... That is a that is a key lesson to take away from a lot of this stuff. Yeah. We we maybe this is a good example, maybe it isn't. So my my wife has an iPhone. We all have iPhones. My wife has an iPhone. She has an older one. It's like a five S. You know, we're living in the poor house, right? And the battery is um is dying. Like it doesn't hold a charge anymore. So I happen to have an old five S as well because the house is just littered with old iPhones. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, I'll order. Let's do this as a little project. I'm going to order a battery, and we're going to take this thing apart. Whoa. Put the battery in, right? Yeah. Well, the battery came today, and the kids and I sat down and and took out these microscopic screws on this thing. It's nuts. And you have to suction cup the screen off, like Mm. pry the thing apart. Yeah. We did the whole work. It's all the glue got, and stuff in there. It's weird, right? Yeah, there's there well, there's glue. It's it's a but they actually they thought ahead. It's not just glue. It's that weird sticky tape yeah. that if you stretch it, it's like the double sided. It, it comes yeah. apart. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like, like the, it's for those all things they hang stuff. on the wall. Yeah, the 3M tape. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It just completely loses its adhesion. Um so you can pull the old battery out and it worked. Uh, so we get the new battery in. Mm-hmm. And we got all the wires back together. <laughs> And I'm going to put the battery connector on, and it's not the right size. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm looking at it, going, "Why doesn't this? It, the cable wasn't the right length. It didn't. It wasn't in the exact right spot." And I'm like, "I can just bend it a little." And then I'm trying to put the connector on, and I'm like, "This isn't wide enough. Why isn't it wide enough?" And I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I looked. 
thankfully I stopped trying to jam it on. Yeah, and I looked yeah. at the packaging and I had ordered the wrong battery. I ordered one for my phone, which was a SE or something. Okay. And and not the five S. Right. This is boring, but so we had to kind of like freeze. I'm like, okay, this is bad, but we don't have to undo everything. We did a lot of the work already. We took everything apart. We've got our little workstation set up. We've got a tray. We've got the screws organized into bins because they're microscopic and we'll lose them. And it's all it needs is the correct battery. Right. <laughs> so so we, we pried, you know, we pried the sticky stuff out, took the new battery out that we put in. It's waiting. I may put it, I may actually put it in my phone since my phone's battery is dead now too. <laughs> and we already followed the instructions for how to take apart my phone. <laughs> so oh. so <laughs> apparently there's, there's not that much of a difference between the two. Huh. But that was a fun little project. Yeah, they were, they were helping, not doing too, yeah. too much, but they were, they were helping. Um, but those, yeah, those screws are microscopic. And, and I guess part of the key idea was there like, yeah, we made a mistake, but we can correct it. And we need to make sure to come back to it and let's get this project completed. You know, let's learn from that piece. And I kept kind of going back to like, this is okay. Cause now when we go to do the, the idea of fixing this old phone was that if we broke it, it wouldn't matter cause we weren't using it. Right. But if we succeed, I can swap it with my wife's phone and then we can fix the battery on her phone and then we'll have two working ones. All right. and it's kind of this. Yeah. So that was, I don't know. That was a thing. And, um, I don't know. I'm kind of psyched on the idea to have them make a movie now. That'll be really fun. Yeah, write the script, and you can do a little editing of the script, and you can do a little like yeah. block and whatever they call it. Block, not block and tackle. What is it called? Block and block and tackle. Oh, it's just called blocking, right? Are they storyboard? Yeah, yeah, some storyboard if they want. We didn't. They didn't do that. They and uh, get all this footage and yeah, write yeah. write the little write yeah something or or the stop action movies. What do you call it? Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The just where they move stuff around. The Those are claymation a little stuff. bit too boring, I think. Yeah. Well, like those. Yeah. There's just too much, too much Lego work bricks. moving tiny little things around. Like, really. There's a, but maybe <laughs> you say there's too much work. There's apps. My son was doing this for a while. And there's apps now that just do it right. So it's it. Well, the, the app you, you leave the app. You, you've set everything up. The app you push the button, take the picture. You go move the thing, take the picture. You just push the button again, and then oh, of course I'm done, and it stitches yeah. it all together. It stitches it for you, yes, yeah. but the hard work is the moving the thing, itty bitty 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 oh, pieces yeah. at a time. Yeah, yeah. It just takes forever. Yeah, that's true. Um, what else did we have? We got a mail. You want to get to? Yeah, can I tell you my pancake story? Yes, pancake story. Okay, sure. And then we can do the mail. This is the, it's 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 kind of a so my my second grader, she's eight. She's in second grade or third grade? Second grade. She of course she's the one that's very picky eater, doesn't eat anything. So us being dumb parents decided, well, if you don't like eating anything, we're just going to give you a chocolate chip pancakes every day for breakfast because <laughs> that's what she likes. Mm. So, of course, for pandemic breakfast, she's been basically having chocolate chip pancakes every morning. <laughs> really? Is, All right. I'm, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Well, she, I don't know what provoked her to do it. Like, she just asked. She's like, well, I want to make the pancakes. You know, I want to learn how. So Good. I was up one morning with her and I showed her how. So, well, okay, let's go through this and, uh, you know, turn this on and this part's now hot. You know, stay away from that, blah, blah, blah. And I had her do everything. I made sure, like, to stay away from her. I didn't want to, like, just, this is what I'm doing. Watch, you know, that's that's the bad way of doing it. I just kind of pointed stuff. Like, that's where the measuring cups are. Read the label on the back of the container. What does it say? You know, tell me how much you need. The bowls are down there for mixing, that kind of stuff, right? So I didn't touch any of it. She did it. Uh, when she did it herself, when I was with her, it came out okay. And we made, I was like, okay, well, we burnt them a little bit. So we'll turn the heat down next time. Different pan, whatever. Um, and then the next morning, I woke up and went downstairs. And she was already down there mm. with the stove on. With pancakes cooking. <laughs> oh, okay. So the, you know, the, the I didn't, I didn't really give any um, guidelines on when not to use the stove. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she took some liberties with that, but she, she made pancakes that were basically better than pan. I, I can't even make them <laughs> look that good. Awesome. Like they were perfect as yeah. far as the way they were cooked. Good. Cause she, cause she, I don't know. She figured out a time very quickly. She was checking them, checking them. And she's like, okay, exactly like two and a half minutes or something. And so she counted instead of using a timer, she counted to two and a half minutes. 
and made a whole stack of pancakes for everybody. And then she had to take a nap for like the whole day because I think <laughs> she get up I think early. I, no, I think the, just the the counting and the thinking and oh. the whole processing of the pancake making like burned out her brain. Like for the rest of the day, she was so tired. She took a nap. She took like a really long nap. I think this was on the weekend. That's why. And um, it was pretty interesting. Like because I'm almost certain that's what it was. Just she was. She was so into the idea of doing this, and then she puts just so much effort into making it happen and so much concentration into making them cook just right and all the counting to get the timing right. And it's like, they're just pancakes, duh. But for her, it was a a monumental thing, you know, totally unknown. And I I think it cooked her, (laughs) (laughs) Which which is good, right? She just... Learn new stuff. Anyway, that was my pancake story. So hopefully, and I had to give her a little bit of guidance after that. Be like, um, it's an electric stove, so I'm not too worried, but. Uh, yeah, it's funny, though, because you're like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're like, what do you mean? What, what, what am I? I'm doing the same thing you just showed me. Right. Yeah, but this is incredibly dangerous, and I didn't <laughs> think you'd ever do this I didn't. Me. I didn't. No, I didn't do that, though. I didn't freak out. I was like, no, I well, the mental freak out is what I have in those situations. Internal, trying to internalize those freakouts. I'm like, yeah, you did sure. Fine. Uh, but that's good though. Yeah, we've gotten a little more domestic here as far as like cooking and stuff, which is good. Kids are, seem to be a little more um, interested in sort of domestic thing. We've been cleaning more. Also, weekend projects, we get a lot of pushback. But I think it was the first time like my kids had ever washed the floor in this house, which was sure uh, um, interesting. <laughs> um. So that's good. But yeah, we did get, we got a couple mails. So, uh, I'm going to jump into them here. So Peter writes in, he says, dads, thanks for going weekly again. You provide an entertaining distraction as I take my daily walks along the Brooklyn waterfront with the eerily quiet Manhattan skyline and the empty Brooklyn bridge in view. It is indeed super quiet. Like it's crazy how quiet everything is. And I kind of love it. I don't even hate it. Uh, yeah. Except for I hope you don't no, have honk parties no. in your neighborhoods. No honk parties, yeah. In New York, do you think they would do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyways, in your last episode, you asked why banks couldn't pause in collecting mortgage payments. You speculated that banks had enough money in hand to get by for a few months, or maybe not. Maybe their payroll and rent such costs and such costs. And um, that's on me. Or maybe we not. Speculated on a lot of things. Yeah, maybe, maybe your, we keep doing that. Maybe your payroll and rent and such cost so much that they needed to collect mortgage payments. Okay, and this is where uh, I'm going to pause for a second. And yes, we did. We were like, we could just pause everything, but you can't because there is money that needs to change hands, and there's goods that need to change hands because I need food. Um, so right, this the, the, we need basic necessities, right? So people have to work. Medical fields have to help people that are sick. Food needs to be created and then delivered and then offered to, of, up for purchase, and there has to be transaction of money to purchase such things. So okay, but. Uh, we don't really know. I don't really know economics how it goes. And he says, this isn't how that works, at least as I understand it. While you make your mortgage payment to a bank, the bank is simply the servicer of your loan, a service for which they've paid right. a relatively small fee. The vast majority of the funds you send to the bank are passed along to investors, not investors in the bank, but investors in bonds. These bonds are called mortgage-backed securities. Okay, get ready. I guess we're learning. Well, that's what got us in trouble on uh, in the 8th, 2008. Back then? In the 2000... Yeah, anyway, go on. Mortgage-backed securities are the creation of MBAs working in the Manhattan banking towers looking to make money. They bundle smaller mortgages and sell them to investors looking for stable cash flow. For example, they might bundle a thousand loans made to people who live in a certain size house that have a certain small range of credit score that 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 all live in the same geographic region. Then they sell that bundle. They, the cash they receive for the bundle goes to the bank that made all the loans in the first place. So now the bundle of loans has been paid. When you write your mortgage monthly mortgage check, where does it go? A small slice goes to the bank that services the loan. The vast majority goes to whoever bought the bundle of loans. And you know who bought the bundle of loans? Lots and lots of pension funds. State pension funds, city pension funds, teacher pension funds, firefighter pension funds. After all, the rich don't actually collect pensions anymore. Pensions are very much a vehicle of the middle class and working class. 
bottom line, if someone doesn't pay their rent, then whoever owns the building can't pay their mortgage. If someone doesn't pay their mortgage, then a pension fund can't pay out their monthly pension checks. And if the pension checks don't show up, retirees can't pay their bills. This is an ugly situation. Stay safe and keep up the great podcast. Peter in Brooklyn. Peter, uh, good luck to you, man. You're in Brooklyn with uh, really the heart, epicenter of this thing. But um, yeah, I, I thank you for the um, economics lesson a little, a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's I still sort of uh, over my head, a lot of this. I don't know. You got it all? <laughs> I do know every time I refinance my mortgage within like two cycles, it's on, it's back to U.S. Bank every time. I'm like, why didn't... It's back to the same one. Yeah. You go back to the same bank? Mine ends up with uh, Wells Fargo every time. Oh, mine goes to U.S. Bank every time. I'm like, why Why didn't they just like lower yeah. mine and yeah, save yeah. me all the hassle of... I've asked them. Yeah. I think I refinanced twice. And uh, I think it happened... Both times. I think my original lender was some bank and they sold, sold, sold until I ended up with like Wells Fargo. And then I, I refinanced and it went to some other bank and then Wells Fargo bought it. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And so <laughs> le- years later or something when the, the rates dipped dramatically, I was like, okay, we'll do this one more time and then we're done. And I instead of refinancing, I called up Wells Fargo. <laughs> and, I, you know, operator, representative, et cetera, got in there. I'm like, listen... I'm going to refinance my mortgage. Uh, you wanted to save us both some time here? Maybe you can just lower my rate or reset it or do something. You know, just kind of just restart the whole thing. We have to pay all these crazy fees, get it done. They're like, it's not the way it works, sir. I'm like, okay, but I'm going to do it, pay someone else all these fees, and then you guys are just going to buy it up again. They're like, oh, what, anyone could buy it, sir. It might not be us. <laughs> like, okay. Are you sure? You can't just make this happen? Like, yeah. rates are lower, just, you know, whatever. So I, they're like, no. So I go and refinance the thing like a week later, Wells Fargo buys. Oh. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? So yeah, that's just the system we're in. Like he said, the rich, the yeah. rich get richer. They don't live off of those things. It's yeah, it, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for writing in, and he writes in again. Um, he does. Thank you for times. that. Thank you for this lesson. But now I think he has a question. And he says, I request for apps. I'm doing a serviceable job of keeping my two boys, ages six and eight, free of screen time. Basically, they get to watch TV from seven to nine or so on weekend mornings. Other than that, the only screen time has been whatever their teachers have asked for the, of them for Zoom meetings and one or two family movies per week. Wow. That said, I'd like to take their thirst for screen time and con them into some extra learning by letting them use educational apps. With that in mind, I'd love some recommendations for whatever apps you use that you consider educational. Randy, and I especially like the name of the piano learning app you used a few years ago with your son. Oh, we still use it. Good. Um, in fact, they have a dedicated period of piano. Nice. Every single day because I didn't want to make a different schedule for every day of the week is the only reason. So they're both practicing piano every day. And the name of that app is Simply Piano. But the company that makes it is Joy Tunes, I believe. I believe it's I believe it's called Joy Tunes. And they make several apps. Um, and some of them are, you know, you, it gets kind of confusing because like, why do you have multiple apps yeah. for the same thing? And they do. They have Simply Piano. They have Piano Maestro. And then they have another one, I think. Uh, those are the two main ones. And it's hard to tell the difference. But one, the Simply Piano one is much more just song, lesson-oriented. The Piano Meister one is a little more fun and goofy and has, like, more awards and stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. More motivational. Cool. And I think the Simply Piano one's a little more adulty. Uh, so we're using... Uh... We, well, I, I've used, I've experienced in a subscription to a uh, musician, which I've used uh-huh. to play the guitar. Um, that's, that's, I thought that, I think that's pretty cool. That works out pretty go- good if you want to have a guitar learner uh, or any street. Musician does piano as well. Okay. And voice actually. And like a couple of other Oh, really? So musician's oh. a little more broad, but. Okay. Uh, yeah. And they, yeah. And then I think you can pay for more and get, um. If they have real songs. I think you can pay more, like a higher amount, and pay and you learn to play like not just made up songs that they put for, to learn on. You're learning on like real songs. Uh, sure, uh, you know what I mean. Um, so that that that's for music. Uh, I I bought my kids one of the, the subscription to Bitbox about six months ago, and it kind of sat there, and I was kind of bumming out. 
Uh, then they got into it. I was like, we, 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 I asked one of them, I'm like, Jason, my son, I'm like, can you check this out and play around with this? And he did a little bit and then he, then he didn't do anything. And you know, it came to three or four months and I'm piling up and I'm like, can you pick that back up and check it out and see if it's good and then get your sisters into it. So I know that he played with that a little bit. And then, uh, what then is my it? Daughter. What is so Bitsbox is, um, it's not scratch programming. It's so, it's sort of like I think the next. So they, every month they would send you like an exercise, and then you, oh. yeah, and then you, and it's all web based, right? So then they learn, they were learn at some. I want to. I don't know if it's actually based on a language or if it's just uh, generic or proprietary scripting language. But it was like, you know, uh, add GIF, add picture. And then it would be like a picture and title, like a string of like monster.jpg, right? And then, so it's not just like drag and drop, uh, scr- like Scratch is just drag and drop different objects onto the screen and make a flowchart out of it, right? So it's it's more typing. You actually have to type the words, like you type loop, do, for, whatever, this many times. So that that was sort of, and then on, there's different methods like on click or on spacebar. So there's different ways to interact with it. It's I felt like it was the next level of, um, so you have a subscription so, to this. All of these yeah. things are subscription based. Yeah, too, so. yeah, I know. Um, yeah, we have also subscription to ABC Mouse. That that's oh, for goodness. my like seven year old. Yeah, and Prodigy we pay something for. I think PR. Oh my god, you're getting eaten apart. I know, I know. Um, and but my kids use it, and I don't know. So if yeah, I know. I, I'm not crazy about all this. I think we services. may have a prodigy subscription as well. Oh, see, there because you go. They, they used yeah. it at school and then they yeah. were like, they didn't have access to quite everything. Yep. So I was like, I'll just pay for it and get the yeah. more access, which yeah. is annoying. Yeah. I think that's sort of the boat we were in. And my youngest does ABC mouse. So you're six, my youngest is seven. So between six and eight, I think the eight may be starting to age out of ABC mouse. Uh, Peter, I'm talking to, um, well, that's who wrote in. That's the age of his kids. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> and then there's there's IXL, which we use for school as well. That's a writing. Is that a writing thing? It's now it's kind of uh, and it's mostly math. Oh, but, okay. uh, but I think it's they have student logins. So the school has logins for them. I don't know what you can get for just families with it. So I definitely think you can get it, but yeah, hmm. it's it's grade level based. So it's it's very much focused on. You know, first, second, third, fourth, whatever. Uh, it goes up kind of high, and they have social studies things in here now, so it's not just math. Like I was trying to look, they have a whole bunch of curriculum stuff, basically, because the school, because his my son's school just now, maybe they paid for it, I'm not sure, expanded the available curriculum, so okay. there's like, um, so they can do. Oh, I found it. Okay, so there's math stuff. Yeah, this is not helpful. It's a big, big list. I also recommend check out the library, your local library, that you can go into it. But a lot of these libraries have all this online learning. Um, I don't know if it's applicable for kids. Like my wife is doing a WordPress course now through the local town library. They they have affiliated with some service. And there's all kinds of free stuff out there right now. I mean, I'm overwhelmed with all the free stuff that is available yeah. for kids now. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Because then you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you know, you gotta pick something. You gotta kind of follow through on it. The, the local Brickapalooza, which is a Lego place, they do a lot of birthday parties and stuff up in uh, a couple towns north of us. That guy's doing like an educational video every day now, or oh, a couple times a week, and he like builds something out of Lego bricks, and it's educational at the same time. Um, the first one was uh, how to build a fidget spinner, and it taught about it taught you about um, centrifugal forces and stuff, and so, uh, I mean, there's tons of stuff out there. I know I, I, I kind of feel the pain of like, okay, I just worked. I just went through my day. I either dealt with these kids or I didn't. And, uh, and now I got to go figure out a curriculum for tomorrow, which now I have a lot more empathy for teachers. Like the last thing I want to do is go read the th- four writing assignments I have. I got made them do like I made them do these opinion pieces. Now I got to right. go read them and be like, this is garbage. This is depressing. This is garbage. No, I'm this kidding. is garbage. Do it again. Yeah. F. Well, I know my son, he, my son was being a smart ass about it. And he's like, uh, I liked Iron Man one because of the special effects were better. <laughs> uh, and, and that, that's it. I'm like, what? The end. Yeah, the yeah. end. Yeah. My, um, <laughs> yeah. Another funny, 
<laughs> Another funny. Oh, can I tell you this funny thing that happened? This is an anecdote I, uh, my wife told me. So we we've been doing these uh, Zoom calls with my family, and I remember I introduced you. To, I said we introduced you to The Simpsons. I introduced the kids to The Simpsons. So of course, season one, the uh, prank calls to Mo Sislak, the barkeep, are very prevalent. And as uh, IP freely there, IP freely, every everybody IP freely, right? So I'm doing these Zoom calls with my family. I made a joke. I put in there IP freely is one of them. And uh, what was the other one? The another one was Seymour Butts, right? So my daughter, during this, I think, is on the computer, changes the name to Seymour Butts, right? <laughs> well, logs into her school on the same app, oh, on the good. same thing yeah. with the same application. And what's her name? Seymour Butts. No, but it was my first grader, right? My they they swapped devices so over the weekend. My like fifth grader was using it, changed it to Seymour Butts. Then first grader logs in. My wife's like, "What? Why is the name?" And then, and then she like fixes it. And then one of the other parents texts is like, "Oh, my daughter got a kick out of your kid's name." She's like, oh, "I can't believe somebody saw that." I'm like, "Ah, whatever." What's so? This is I mean, this is a great example of the like how the schools are not prepared for this, right? They <laughs> so quickly adopted these blanket zoom meetings where they just sent links and passwords out to everyone yeah there's no authentication there's no like i know verification of who anyone is so all these people are you know you're getting these people jumping in on the calls yeah. and doing bad things porno but, bombing them and whatnot right yeah. it's absurd like and i had these arguments with my principals my son i'm like can you guys enable please just enable google hangouts because they they use they have a google domain a google yeah. classroom all this google yeah. stuff and they're like no absolutely not like, why not? Like, the kids need, they want to talk to each other. They want to chat with each other. Like, no, email only. We have to be able to track all their messages. We can't track video conferencing. I'm like, you're sending out Zoom links. Those are just, like, what are you doing? And, and I'm like, don't you get, like, if you do these calls over Hangouts, fine. You might complain that you don't like Hangouts as much, but at least they have to log in to their school yeah, account. Right. It's not like you can invite them. Yeah, and only they can come because they're the ones that are managing that account, and it's 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 just mind-boggling why they would just kind of slip in some other technology when they were already all set up. Man, Zoom all of a sudden was like, "Hey, everybody, use our thing. We'll give it to you free." And everybody was like, uh, "Something free and shiny? Boom! It's right. I'm using this." Wait, why is there porn showing up? Wait, I can't cancel <laughs> this. Wait, everybody's joining. What? I don't understand all this technology. How does it work? And oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I tried to explain it. I'm like, I don't quite understand why your tech guy isn't explaining <sighs> the same thing to you, but okay. I mean, I, I don't know if it's good on Zoom or bad, but I mean, they got their name out there in a hurry, but holy smokes, the way people just lapped it up with no knowledge yeah. of how to u actually use it or what they can do with it. I got a, I got an invite for my, well, my, my brother's in, the, in education yeah. and my sister-in-law sent an email to us because she wants to have a Zoom call for his birthday that's this week. Oh yeah, I've done that. Came from her school address. Wait, you're not going to honk party him? <laughs> Came from her school address. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, yeah. it's a Zoom invite that she forward forwarded like it's a double forward. And it's just got the link and the password right in it, right? So, <laughs> And, of course, it's got three paragraphs of confidentiality notices and yeah. notice of non-discrimination. Like, what are all these words at the bottom? And does anyone ever read these things? This email, including all attachments, may contain private and or confidential information. Is for, you're like, what? Okay. Yeah. Does that do any good at all? No, it's noise. It's like people. Really it's like tell, people telling me not to congregate anymore. Makes me want to congregate more. <laughs> it makes me want to congregate. <laughs> uh, yeah. They actually call it a congregation. It's funny. Yeah, congregation of people. <laughs> I mean, when you you know when you go to church. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now is is church canceled for the duration as well? At least I yours. Know, they've they've moved on to virtual churches. Yeah, in virtual churches. Do you think that'll stick? No. Well, no. Um, hmm. Depends on what you mean. I, I don't know what you mean by stick. Like, I mean, majority. do you think they'll, uh, if they adopt the technology, will it turn into a thing where people are like, no, I would like to continue doing virtual church? So I think there's, there, there are a lot of churches I know that already live stream their thing. Their, their uh, services. Yeah. Ours does. Okay. Ours records them. They don't live stream them. I, I don't even think that what they're doing now is live streaming. Oh, I guess. Yeah. There was a church my mom would work for that would record it for local tv okay see there you go so this isn't like it's yeah, not that it's not new anything. um you know it's 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 not interactive now some right. there is some inter, the interactive the small group stuff that, that that and again 
I got overwhelmed with it. I've just, in some of it, I've just been like, I'm not taking part in this. I'm not doing this. I like my kids. are. I, I don't know how Peter's doing this as it is keeping the kids free of screen time. Like I, I really don't know how he's doing it. Like, and I don't know where you, I don't know that much about the Bronx or where you live in the Bronx, but I'm not imagining they can be like, Hey, it's recess. Go play on the trampoline and the swing set in the backyard. Maybe they can, but, um, yeah, maybe as a house. I, I I don't know, but I just I, I envision like these urban areas as like we're stuck on the 80th, 80th floor, right? And you know whatever eight hundred fifty thousand twelve hundred square feet. I I have no idea, but it's not like hey uh, and you and the, the apartment things freak me out, right? Because every there's all kinds of common spaces in the apartments. You can't and you, you I would just go berserk sitting in that. But so good for you for keeping them off the screen. Thank you for writing in. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.